It is time for Get Real with Dave. We got a great episode in store for you guys tonight. Dak Prescott, the Cowboys future. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers future. Fantasy talk. Is McCaffrey a lock and number one pick? Our MVP picks. Great show, guys. Let's go! Isaac, my guy, how you doing? Doing great. Very excited to be back on here. We had a great talk last time, and I think that it can get even better. All right, so let's get right into it. This second episode will start by talking about the Dallas Cowboys. They just signed or drafted Steedy Lamb, who is, you know, ranked at mainly the second best receiver in this draft class. Do you think that Dak Prescott will be able to execute and, you know, make sure that Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C.D. Lamb each feel satisfied and get the amount of targets that they deserve? That's what do you okay. think? I think it'll be a good uh, relationship, him and CD and all his receivers. We've already seen that Amari thrives in that system, and Michael Gallup is a nice supporter, like is a nice supporting piece. Uh, I think Dak, the way that he is, will play very nicely with CD. CD is um, he's very free. He makes his own plays. He runs routes crisply, but at the same time, he just makes plays. He's a playmaker. He's not all about preciseness and doing it exactly how the book says to he's about playing how he likes to play and I think that Dak will benefit greatly because Dak is a Dak has his strengths and I, I don't think accuracy is his biggest one but I think the fact that CD can get up and make catches anywhere will really benefit Dak and I think that it'll work well to they'll work well together okay so I know that in the past you've expressed feelings and um, about Dak's, Dak Prescott and those feelings have kind of implied that you're not really a big believer in Dak. Do you think he is worth being a franchise quarterback? Um, it depends on what you mean by franchise quarterback. Uh, Do you think of- the Cowboys can rely on, rely on him for the next five-plus years? I think that they can rely on him to keep them as a steady, good team. They have a good roster now. They have a great offensive line. Um, they have a nice receiving core now with CeeDee Lamb. But I don't think that they can expect him to lead them into a deep playoff run. Uh, I don't think that he's talented enough, especially in this new NFL with, where quarterbacks need to be uh, the whole package. And I just, don't, I just don't see the Cowboys making it to the Super Bowl anytime soon, especially not with Dak Prescott at quarterback. Okay. Now, they just got Mike McCarthy. They fired Jason Garrett finally, right? So do you think that Mike McCarthy is going to – you know, you said Dak won't be able to. But do you think Mike McCarthy is going to be able to bring something else that Jason Garrett didn't? Do you think, he's gonna, do you think he has something to offer, um, especially for this Cowboys offense that, you know, he worked with Aaron Rodgers for a long time. Um, so do you think that he has something to offer to this Cowboys offense? Definitely. He's a, he's a very good offensive mind. He's a great offensive coach. If you look at what he did in Green Bay, I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't have too much help. It wasn't an offensive jug, uh, juggernaut. But at the same time, they didn't really make enough um, 
deep runs, especially with a guy at Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. I think that they should have done a lot more. I think Mike McCarthy had a troubled relationship with Aaron Rodgers, which should be some kind of warning sign. You know, how, how he interacts with players is important. But I think Dak is a little bit more mellow than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he has as big of an ego. I think he's he'll be more willing to listen to his coach. But at the same time, I don't know if Mike McCarthy has what it takes to be a Super Bowl coach. I mean, there's a few people who you can really trust. You know, you look at John Harbaugh, you look at Doug Peterson, you look at Andy Reid, and you know that's a Super Bowl coach. But Mike McCarthy has had that talent before. And he wasn't enough, he wasn't able to create enough with it. So I don't know if how well it'll translate in the Dallas system. And I don't know if he'll uh, fit the expectations that he has around him now. Okay, last question about the Cowboys. You said that they're not going to be able to make the Super Bowl, and you don't, you just don't see it. You can't see it happening. That's right. Do you think that's because? Do you think that's because of their team, or because of the division? I think. A big component of it is actually uh, Dak Prescott. I think, as I was saying, I think they have a great offense. You know, you look at Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. You look at a very complete offensive line. You look at a very nice off- uh, receiving core now with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and and CeeDee Lamb. And I, I know CeeDee Lamb just joined, but at the same time, I still don't see them going to the Super Bowl. And I think that if they just got a better playmaker at quarterback – I think that they could definitely make a deep playoff run. They have, they definitely have the roster. They have a good, complete defense. They lost a few players. They lost Byron Jones, and you know they're they're not they're not completely they're not complete, but they're they're a definitely a capable defense. And I think they could be a Super Bowl team with the right quarterback. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I maybe not this year, but I definitely I think that they're gonna make a. I think they're gonna finish off first in their division this year, no doubt. I I, I love the Eagles, but I don't think they they're gonna be better than the Cowboys. The um, but I'm not gonna debate about that right now. The main point of you know this this um this argument right now is that Dak Prescott, I think, is worthy. I think again he's gonna prove that by winning by winning the division this year and making a strong you know um playoff push. And I think the year next year, you know, the year after that, I think that he'll be able to take his team to the conference championship. I think that the Cowboy, he's going to, he has it in him. I think he's always had it in him. And you know what? I, I know, I know the evidence is tough because, you know, the only time he really made a big playoff push was his rookie year. Uh, and when, when they lost to the Cowboys in a very thrilling uh, uh, game. And at the same time, uh, again, they also they also lost. They, they did not make the playoffs last year with a very, very injured Eagles team. So I know you're going to use that on me. And I, it's hard to make the argument um, with all that, right? But at the same time, I really i am a big believer in Dak Prescott. And I think that he's going to be able to make the most of this Cowboys, um, this Cowboys offense. And if anything, the biggest worry should be their um, secondary. Uh, even though they just did uh, draft Trevon Diggs, I think – um, their defense as a whole is a bigger worry. Um, it should be something that um, Mike McCarthy's wor- uh, you know, more worried about than their offense. Yeah, definitely. I think defense is a problem. But, again, as you said, I just don't see them getting past Philly. I think they're just too good. I think Carson Wentz is too good. And I think that Philly is actually the team in that division who can make a deep playoff run, if anyone. Okay, fair, fair. Okay, now let's talk about the Packers. We mentioned them briefly. Um, we mentioned how they kind of um, screwed up in the draft. At least, you know, we both saw, thought so. 
Um, they didn't take Brandon Ayuk, who we um, both thought would be a, a very, very prized possession on that uh, offense with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So now let's focus more on Aaron Rodgers, the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Um, we, again, last podcast, we talked about Jordan Love, his strengths, how he fits under um, Matt LaFleur's offense. But do you think that Aaron Rodgers is, you know, really being evaluated this year? And by that, I mean, do you think that the Packers are like, you know, are, 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 are saying, okay, like, are saying, you know, just in their heads, they're saying, okay, this may be Aaron's last shot this year. If he doesn't prove to be, or maybe not even this year, the year after that, if he doesn't prove to be, you know, the quarterback that we want, we're going to switch. Do you think that he's like, you know, that he's, he, he may be screwed in the long run and that he doesn't have that much time left in Green Bay? Are you asking if he's on the hot seat? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Green Bay, the organization, the team, the fans all love him. And in my opinion, I think that if it doesn't work, people might start pointing fingers at the coach maybe or at the lack of help. I think that Aaron Rodgers uh, for a long time has sort of been um, giving the same kind of production, but the fingers never really get pointed at him just because of how talented he is and how much people love him. So I don't know if this is the year that he's on the hot seat. Maybe the coach, maybe Matt LaFleur um, would like a replacement, but I think the organization would be more inclined to let go of LaFleur before they um, were willing to let go of Aaron Rodgers. So I think Aaron Rodgers will just get more help maybe if this year doesn't turn out how they expect. Okay. So I I understand. I'm not disagreeing with you or agreeing with you, but I just want to, you know, kind of play devil's advocate right now and, and just point out some more um, facts. Okay. The Packers have shown, they really have shown that they're, um, you know, they're, they're, it's easy for them to, you know, move past some players, no matter how um, important, um, they have been in their past, right? So let's look at some examples. We got Clay Matthews, okay? This guy, this guy won, you know, he was big. He was big. He was the name of, you know, he was the face of their defense for a very long time. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was last year. They just, um, they just said, no, you know what? We're done with you. So they're really, it's like, it's very easy for them to move past players. Same thing with Randall Cobb. He was a big part of their um, offense too. Jordy Nelson too. I know Jordy Nelson had some injury problems, but, they are for sure, you know, Aaron Rodgers would obviously take them some more time to move past, but they, uh, the direction that they're heading in is really just like, um, you know, showing that they, they're not really so sympathetic towards those type of players. They don't really care. This is a business. We just want, you know, what's best for us and we just want to move on. So what do you think about that? Do you still think that how, – how long do you think Aaron Rodgers has to prove himself? I mean, it looks Even, to me like they're the players that they've moved past, like Jordy Nelson – uh, Clay Matthews, I think that they feel once they start getting older with age um, that maybe they won't produce as well or maybe they're not worth the money. Like they, they've seen how much they produce and I'm sure that those players were demanding more money. I mean, they've given so much so much production and, and uh, uh, quality to the team. I'm sure they were asking for more money and I, I don't think the Packers were willing to pay because they th- they're thinking, oh, these players are older and, and – uh, and they're not worth the money. But, to say, but Aaron Rodgers, his situation is he's a quarterback. And as we've seen with Tom Brady and Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, uh, quarterbacks can play well in uh, into the 30s and even early 40s. So I don't think that – I still don't think that they'd be willing to let go of Aaron Rodgers so easily. I think they're just going to keep trying to fix everything else other than Aaron Rodgers until, until it becomes clear that Aaron Rodgers is 
is um, losing his talent with age and that they they have to move on and maybe uh, start looking at Jordan Love or another option. Okay. I understand. I just want to uh, quickly check. Do you hear what I'm saying right now? I just want to make sure everyone hears me clearly. Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Okay, great. So, all right. Let's talk about your Raiders, all right? Uh, this is gonna get uh, spicy. So let let's just, let's just warn the audience right now that there's uh you know we've been pretty calm. We've been agreeing on a lot of the things that we've discussed so far. Let's do this, okay? You already talked about their addition, so there's you know if you want to address that again, that's fine. You know to kind of um uh prove you know just get evidence and prove your argument. But I want to really focus this on on how far they're gonna go. Last time we focused on um you know the rookies whether they uh, drafted busts or not. Let's talk about how far you think this Raiders team is going to go. Tell me. I think that the Raiders are going to finish second in the division. Um, I, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are a powerhouse right now. They're a dynasty, and I can see that. I 100% see them going back to the Super Bowl, as much as I hate to say it. And even more, uh, I hate how good the Denver Broncos are becoming. I mean, their team is just stacked now, and it's kind of scary to see. The Chargers have a crazy roster, and uh, we'll see how they do with uh, Justin Herbert. But at the same time, the Raiders are a dark horse. Everyone's discounting the Raiders. Everyone's saying, oh, this is Derek Carr's last year. If he doesn't produce now, it's over. We just picked up Henry Ruggs. We picked up Jason Witten. We picked up we, – now we have Zay Jones, who who's in the system now. We have we have more receivers. Uh, the, our team is looking 100% better. We signed offensive linemen. We well, we're shoring up our offense, and I, I mean, I, I just don't see how the how the how you can discount the Raiders now. Our defense is improved. We drafted on we drafted defense. We have Tanner Muse. We have Amik Robertson. We drafted uh, Brian Edwards. We drafted Lynn Bowden. We we have so many weapons now, and I just don't see how the Raiders don't finish second in the division. Okay. I want to start off my, you know, response by saying that you suck. You are garbage. S U C K Isaac. You suck. I don't know. The Raiders suck. The Raiders are garbage. The Raiders, will, for you know, in this division especially, will talk. I'm, I'm gonna get to you know which division I think is the best, and and I'm t- I'm saying right now that I think your division is the best. So the Raiders are a good team, but there's no way they finish second over the Chargers and the Broncos. Maybe third. I don't know. Third. Oh, really? We're not talking about the Jets here. And the, Tom Brady is gonzos. He's on the Buccaneers. This is our time to shine, oh, if anything. I like to compare our situation right now to the Toronto Raptors last year. LeBron James in Cleveland was like Tom Brady, okay? I just want to make that, you know, make it sound, um, you know, I, I just want to kind of get people to understand, you know, our position right now. And where we, um, you know, where we lie in the division and our hopes in, uh, you right. know, to make the playoffs. Let me address the situation in the best possible way that I can. For all those NBA fans watching, this is this is and uh, this is how you know this is exactly what's going on with my Jets. All right, we're like the Toronto Raptors. We are like the Toronto Raptors. For so long, for so long, we have been trying to make it out of that division. But Tom Brady, you know, I hate him as much as I hate him. I respect him. He's the greatest of all time, has been in our way year and year and year and year and year. Like LeBron James with the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Raptors had, you know, stellar seasons. But LeBron James, LeBronto, right, just conquered Toronto, named it LeBronto, and just destroyed them. 
you know what? They they had the Raptors fans had hope. Jurassic Park was going nuts. But guess what? LeBron James stopped and same thing with Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady's gone. He's having fun in Tampa Bay with Giselle on the beach. And now it's the Jets' time to get serious and make moves. So don't say anything about my Jets. All right, you know what? I think that the Jets are the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think that the Jets are the Atlanta Hawks. I think that the Jets have one good player on their team. The rest of the team is garbage. I think it's a bad organization. I think they treat their players badly. I think they draft horribly. I think they have no idea how to run a football team. I think the Jets are a joke. You guys are going to finish the last in the division. The Buffalo Bills are the Toronto Raptors. The Buffalo Bills are going to start controlling that division. Miami's up and coming. The New England Patriots without Tom Brady will be a better team than the New York Jets. What? What? The New, the New England Patriots? Okay. All right, Isaac. All right. You, you've pushed it. You've pushed it. Because, you know, I know you're trying to make this show, this podcast entertaining, and I appreciate that as the host. But you're just saying, idiot, you're just saying the most idiotic things right now. Idiotic. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I mean, Jared Stidham, I'm sure, is going to perform better than Sam Don. The guy had Robbie, oh, the guy, the guy had Robbie <laughs> Anderson. He had Robbie Anderson. He had uh, Quincy Nunwa. He had uh 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 what's your name? What's the tight end? Uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Who who was your other tight end? He had oh Austin Safarian Jenkins. Oh, a Hall of Fame has, tight end has, at its he finest. Has Le'Veon Bell. He has an all right offensive line, and he did. Okay, Le'Veon, Ble- Le'Veon Bell has not played for a year. Le'Veon Bell has not played for a year before last. He didn't play for a year before last he year. He was rusty. Ne- ne- neither did Melvin Gordon, and I guarantee you, he's gonna be, he's gonna have a, an, a incredible season. And, and I'm Gordon gonna get, I guarantee you that he's gonna have. Melvin Gordon. Okay, and Melvin Gordon had a terrible year last year. Yeah, because he played like two games. No, entire, not at all. He didn't have an entire season. No way. It takes Le'Veon Bell 16 games to come back to what he was. What, he was sitting on his couch the, the full year. Well, his O-line, his O-line was kind of trash. His O-line was pretty trash. His O-line was trash. And now we upgraded. So we have yeah, it. You okay. And, and Noah, he's going off. You signed Noah Fant off the couch for $30 million. That's a horrible signing. So I, I don't think. Makai Becton is the only person you added who has any abs- any positive qualities. Okay. I think we've both expressed our opinions and none of us are willing to change it. So let's move on. Are you ready to move on? Yeah, Anything else to say? Nope. All right. Have we both got people, you know, to hear us? You got to, you know, you, you pretty much embarrassed yourself because of the stupid things you said. But I, yeah, I, I know what I said and I'm proud. Like, seriously, bro. Seriously. The Raiders are going to finish second in the division? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Derek Carr, all he needed was one wide receiver. He needed uh, a, a lead wide receiver. We got in Henry Ruggs. We have backup in Brian Edwards and Lynn Bowden. We have Josh Jacobs now. We still have Darren Waller. We have incredible tight ends. We have Foster Moreau, Zay Jones, uh, Hunter Renfro. We have an incredible receiving squad. We have we have a, such a good offense now. We we shored up the offensive line. We just saw, uh, like, I, I don't see how we're not second place. I just don't see it. On the Denver Broncos, and I tell you who our comparison is for the Oakland Ra- uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders, and I'll tell you that they're better. You tell me the player who who is going to outshine someone on the Las Vegas Raiders. Defense or offense? Offense. Go offense. All right, Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, and yeah, that's all. Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, and Melvin Gordon will outshine. Hey. 
Josh Why? Jacobs. Josh Wait, Jacobs? Josh Are you out of your mind? Yes, Josh Jacobs. Over Josh Jacobs. Hundred percent cracked out. I don't know how how you could see that. Josh okay. Jacobs. Okay. Okay. Top not... five running back in the league last year as a rookie. As a rookie. Let's say. Let's say. Let's say Josh. Line. Wait, wait, let's say Josh Jacobs is better than Melvin Gordon. Look at the Broncos receivers and look at their defense. Okay, let's talk about let's start with the receivers now. You got Corlin Sutton who just made the Pro Bowl last year and Jerry Judy who you love, who you love also. Them two, two and then you got Noah Fan. Um, um well, what's the tight end's name? Noah Fan. Okay, Noah Fan and and um KJ Hamler. Then defensively, defensively, Vaughn Miller. Bradley Chubb, you just signed AJ Bouye. You got rid of Chris Harris, fine. But then you have, you still have an elite, elite defense. This is not a joke. The Broncos are going to be better than you. They're going to finish second in the division. And if they don't, it'll That's be the crazy. Chargers. We have John Gruden as coach. We have Darren Waller. You're talking, how could you even bring up Noah Fant when we had the n- number one or number two tight end in the league? We have Josh Jacobs, top five running back. We have Henry Ruggs, speedster. He's going to be one of the fastest guys in the league. He's going to burn everyone. We have Zay Jones, great rounder, great round runner, super smooth, big. We have Hunter Renfro. He was a steal in the draft. He was a starting slot uh, receiver. Is so good. He had like, he ha- I don't know, he had amazing plays. We just added a Brian Edwards, huge, love him. He's gonna be a steal. Lynn Bowden, one of the fastest. Yo, listen. No matter how many players you say right now, I know your roster. You don't have to tell me. It's not. It's not better than the Denver Broncos. We, we added. Okay, you want to talk about defense? We have Max Crosby. Drafted him in the fourth round. Contestant for rookie of the year. Who cares who you drafted? Stop naming things. No one on your defense is better than Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, AJ Bouye. Who else? Who else is on? That? They have a stacked defense. Okay, we we just got Corey Littleton, one of the best linebackers in the league. We have Max Crosby and Cleveland Farrell on each end. Scary already. We 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 added. We have Jonathan uh, Hankins. We have. We just added Malik Collins. We have we add we have Eric Harris at safety. We have um, Demarius Randall. We have Lamarcus Joyner. I mean, we're, our secondary is nice. I, I mean, our defense is not the best, but it's it, our offense is going is going to score us so many points. We have such a dangerous offense. Our point our offense is going to win us games. We're going to score so many points that other teams won't be able to keep up, and our defense is just good enough to hold them off. Okay. So I just want to let you know that, you know, obviously people who listen to have their, uh, you know, own valid opinion, but at least for my opinion, what you just said does not make even like did not even make me consider 0.0001%, you know, more than what I did before that the Raiders are going to finish second in the division. No way. No way. All right. Well, I want to hear you talk when we're 10 and six. And it's even uh, what is what is going on here? The Raiders are not finishing second. And that's it. Moving on. Okay. Um. Okay. So who who do you think has the best division in the NFL? I already said that division we just talked about right now is for sure the best division. Do you agree? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to AFC West. Agree. Okay. I just want to do uh before we move on, I want to give an honorable mention to the Seahawks division. You know, you got the Seahawks. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Niners just made the Super Bowl. I wanted to kind of um, give like an honorary mention to to the um, to the Seahawks division because they have you know an excellent division too, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough you know for teams there um, to survive. You know we got the Seahawks, we got the Cardinals who just signed DeAndre Hopkins, 
And now you have and you have Kenyon Drake as the running back, and then you have an amazing defense just drafted Isaiah Simmons. Um, you have Chandler Jones and Patrick Peterson, of course. And then um, you have the Niners who just who just made the Super Bowl. And then you have the Rams, the Rams who are uh, you know got rid of Gurley, uh, looking to start up fresh. So we'll do Hopkins there. Okay, let's talk about the San Francisco. 49ers, you know, speaking of this division, let's talk about the Niners because I feel like there's a lot to address with this team. We talked, to, I talked about how I love the Brandon Ayuk pick, but let's kind of talk about, you know, overall, um, how far do you think the Niners team is going to go? And um, yeah, you know, do you think they're going to be able to come back from their uh, tough Super Bowl loss? Uh, I think the Niners are still a great team. If anything, they just got better. Um, but at the same time, I don't think they're going to win their division again, and I don't think they're going to make the same playoff push that they did last year. Uh, I think they're going to lose out to the Seattle Seahawks, who, in my opinion, are uh, the biggest contender to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. Um, but the Niners are still a great team. I think they're going to make the wild card, no doubt. Uh, if they were in any other division, they probably would win it. Um, Garoppolo, as I was saying before, I don't think is – the most uh, like free-minded, independent playmaker like Aaron Rodgers. But I think he's a great system quarterback. He works great in the San Francisco system. He does what's asked of him. He's accurate. Um, that's the most important thing. He's smart. He doesn't make too many mistakes. I think that San Fran has a great offensive line. They have um, a good running back in Moster. And if I'm not mistaken, they still have Tevin Coleman. Um, and overall, they're a great team. They have an incredible defense. I love Nick Bosa. Uh, they got, they lost to Forrest Buckner, but they just, um, drafted Javon Kinlaw to replace him. They have a great line. They have Richard Sherman in the, uh, in the secondary. And I think that overall, they're an incredible team. I just don't think they're going to win their division and do the same thing that they were able to do last year. Okay. So I'll push it even further. I've been taking, thinking about this a lot and I definitely think that the San Francisco 49ers will not make the playoffs next year. I don't see it happening. They have an incredible division, and I don't think the system that Kyle Shanahan operates is going to be effective. It's going to be – it can be effective for a second year straight. You know, it's they're not going to be a bad team. I just don't see them – you know, if they make the playoffs, fine. My point is that they're not going to be a, a threat this year, and I think that it's very, very possible that they don't make the playoffs. I mean, I don't see that at all. I think they're just too good, especially now that there's an extra playoff team the, starting this year. I think there's absolutely no doubt they're going to make the playoffs, and I would be extremely surprised if they if they don't make it. I mean, they're just too good. They have an incredible team. They lost, sure they lost to Forrest Buckner. I think they lost a couple more players, but they added they added uh, Ayuk, who I don't I don't really see being uh, too impactful. But I think that he's going to make small plays. I think he's going to help get first downs. I don't think he's going to be he's going to be the difference between uh, a Super Bowl and not. I I just don't see him. But I think Javon Kinlaw is a great player. Uh, him falling to fourteen is not a huge surprise, but it's. It's a great grab for San Francisco, and I think they just got better. I, I think uh, Javon Kinlock can step in and replace DeForest Buckner, and they're they're going to continue to be in a great a great team. All right, okay. Let's talk about your Super Bowl prediction. I'll say mine first, and then you could say yours. Okay, I was thinking about this a lot, and I I think that I have a, a good four teams before I you know introduce my Super Bowl prediction. I think. I have a good four teams that like would uh, I think that will most likely be in the conference championship. I think it's going to be Ravens, Chiefs, 
what was, you know, uh, expected this year. But the Ravens did take a, you know, very surprising loss to the uh, Tennessee Titans. And I think out of the NFC, it's going to be the Saints. And I think it's going to be the Buccaneers. Um, and I think that what's going to end up happening is that Drew Brees gets to the Super Bowl and plays the Kansas City Chiefs. That's my Super Bowl do you, prediction. Do you think the Saints are going to uh, play their own division rivals? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see that happening, but... They're the two best teams in the NFC. I, I, I think absolutely not. I think... Uh, I think the Niners will be better than the Buccaneers. I think Buccaneers are going to finish sec- either second or a close first in the division. I, I think Saints have a bigger chance to win it. Um, like with Emmanuel Sanders and um, they just drafted uh, uh, Cesar Ruiz, they have a new center. They have had a decent draft. It's not too ex- impressive, but they added nice pieces. There's no way that the the Bucks are making the conference championship. I mean, I could see the Saints. But, I mean, that's a very bold prediction. I don't see why happening. I'm sorry. I, I just don't – I don't agree with you there. The, But, you know what? It doesn't matter because we don't have so much time. But that's also not the main focus of this because I have the Saints going to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. That's my Super Bowl, Super Bowl prediction. I think that Mahomes – again, like we uh, discussed several times, the Chiefs are a, a, a dynasty. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. They have – you know, they're coming into this year with um, the same assets. And if not more, uh, you know, they drafted um, Clyde Rousselaire. So they, they're ready to make another very, very dominant push. And the Saints, it's Breeze most likely – it's, it's most likely his last year. And you have Emmanuel Sanders, who's a great wide receiver too. Michael Thomas, who I think is going to be the, the best wide receiver in the league for the next three years. There's no way anyone can top him. He's the most consistent and the best route runner in the league. And I think that – and, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to give high praise to, to him because he – this is a – he's a big part of this um, Saints organization and their future, um, even when Breeze leaves. So, uh, you know, he's like – you know, their guy. So I think that um, having him definitely make, you know, is like, it just, it's an automatic, like just, it's a huge boost um, for the Saints team. And I think that they're going to definitely make the Super Bowl as a result. In terms of their defense, they have Cam Jordan. Let's not forget. Okay. Let's remind the audience. It was um, Rams Saints winner goes to the Super Bowl. Um, It was NFC championship, right? We, Isaac and I, Isaac had the Rams. You know, I'll give him credit. He was right. And I had the Saints. There was a huge, huge, not only controversial, but proven wrong. Like the call, there was a call that was um, proven wrong. And I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. It was the um, PI on Mikel Roby Coleman. And that caused the Saints to lose. So let's not forget that they're, they were, you know, they're an insanely good team. They did, I don't know how, but they lost to the Vikings this year. But the year before, they, um, they were on fire, and they 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 they're an insane team. I don't know how they lost to the Rams. It still pisses me. Off. I'm not even a Saints fan, and it still pisses me off. So they are in line, I think. To um, there, I think everyone can agree that they're gonna make the playoffs and be a top seed. It's about whether they execute in the playoffs. That's the big question for them. You know, we, there was a Minneapolis miracle, right, with Stephon Diggs. So they've always had tough losses, but I think this year. Will be their year. It's gonna be Breeze's last year. He's gonna give it uh, his all, and Michael Thomas is kind of gonna acknowledge that and just go off as well. Alvin Kamara gonna start off really well, and you know their defense, Marshawn Lattimore, 
Cam Jordan. It's all gonna be. It's all gonna be. Um, it's all gonna go really well for them. So I think it's gonna be Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. What's your school prediction? And if you disagree with me, tell me why. Uh, I think in the AFC, I pretty much agree with you. I think it's gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens in the conference championships. And I see the Chiefs going forward to the Super Bowl. Although I can see Indian, the Indianapolis Colts shocking a lot of people and making a deep run, I don't think they're going to make it uh, far enough to make it to the Super Bowl. But I would not be surprised if we see um, some fire out of them. Going to the NFC, I completely disagree with you. I think that um, I can see the Seattle Seahawks and the Philadelphia Eagles in the conference championships. The Eagles, like, they didn't perform to what a Super Bowl team did coming off of their Super Bowl. But I think that's due to the fact that pretty much their entire team was injured. Their entire offense was was gone. I, they were down to third stringers. They were down to guys off the practice squad. And they still made it to the playoffs over the Dallas Cowboys, who had a um, relatively healthy team. And I think that Carson Wentz is just too good. I think with Deshaun Jackson healthy, I think with Jalen Ragor and the additions they have, they're just going to be uh, they're going to be too good. I mean, I w- again, I would not be surprised if the Saints also um, make it that spot instead. But I think that the Seahawks have pretty much solidified their spot, and I th- I, I think the um, Seattle Seahawks will advance. And I I can see the Super Bowl being Kansas City um, Seattle, but I would not be surprised if we see Philly make it to the Super Bowl this year. Okay, so you're really high on the Seattle Seahawks and the Eagles, and you always have been for a long time i just don't understand i don't understand because even if they even if they okay let, let's actually this doesn't really matter my argument still stands regardless of whether they resign Jadavion Clowney. but do, does your argument still stand as well if they um if they don't resign Jadavion Clowney? yeah okay so i just don't understand because they don't have a defense do you understand they all they have is bobby wagner and um yeah, that's and, and um yeah, that's it. That's it. They don't have anything. How can a team, you know, the, the team's not have anything without their defense? The Seahawks don't have anything. Like, and I've always argued with you. We made a bet this year on the Packers Seahawks game. You had the Seahawks at the Packers, and I was right. The Seahawks and the Seahawks were better last year, and for sure than what they're gonna be next year. There's no way they um do better than uh, what they did last year. There's just no way, and I don't understand. Russell Wilson is a revolutionary quarterback. Hundred percent, he changed the game, and I love him. You got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson. That's not enough on an offense. I'm sorry. That's not enough. That's not enough. You cannot make the Super Bowl with that offense and such a terrible defense. Terrible. And it's, the things that the Seahawks are, they're not a bad team. But Super Bowl worthy? Not even close. Not even close. And don't even get me started on the Eagles because the Eagles, Carson Wentz is the most injury-prone player I've ever seen in my life, other than Derrick Rose, who's in the NBA. Okay? You have to understand. They have, okay, I love Miles Sanders. He's great. But the receiving core is not good enough to make the Super Bowl. No way that receiving core can lead or do anything um, productive uh, enough to make the Super Bowl. You got a rookie, Jalen Rigor. He's not going to do enough. No way. And um, and I already talked about how I'm pissed that they uh, passed up on Justin Jefferson because that would have been amazing. And Deshaun Jackson, great experience. That's all you have. They're not a Super Bowl-worthy team. They'll make the maybe. The, yeah, they'll probably make the playoffs, but they're not a Super Bowl-worthy team. And neither are the Seattle Seahawks. Those are two stupid picks. Because and I think the Seahawks is probably stupider than the Eagles because all they have is Wilson, Metcalf, and Lockett don't have enough in them. I'm sorry. They were they're they're wide. They're they're not. They're not. 
They're not. They don't have it in them. Maybe in the-, the Seattle Seahawks are going to make the Super Bowl last year if not all of their running backs got injured. Every single one on their roster were injured. They had to bring oh Marshall. God. No way. No way. No way. Were- no way. No way. The San Francisco 49ers were not a Super Bowl team last year. They lost horribly because they could not move the ball. They could not throw the ball an inch. The Seattle Seahawks were a Super Bowl team. They lost all their running backs. Every single one was injured. They had to bring Marshawn Lynch out of retirement. So you're telling me the running game? The running game is going to make the, the difference that's going to cause them to end up going to the Super Bowl. Are you? Is that what you're saying? Is that what they're missing? The only thing they're missing from a Super Bowl appearance is Chris Carson. They, they also have Penny, uh, Rashad Penny. But I think wait, wait, do you yo, do you hear me? Do you hear me well or no? I yes. just want to make sure. I I think okay. I think that if their running backs are healthy, they're a Super Bowl team. They I wish they added uh, another running back this draft. I think they took a guy out of Miami. I don't really remember. Um, I think they helped their defense. They drafted Jordan Brooks, who I think is underrated. Uh, maybe it was a bit of a reach, but it's still a great player. Listen, they they improved. The, if, if, even if it was Jadavion Clowney, I don't think Jadavion Clowney is is going to save their defense. I don't think he's Jesus. Or uh, he's not. That's the thing. Even with him, they're not going to be a good they defense. They were a Super Bowl team last year, and they're a Super Bowl team this year. Philadelphia, they still have Zach Ertz. They still have Deshaun Jackson, and they, now they have Ray Gore. They they got a they got a few players on defense, and I I think those two with the coaches they have they have the two best coaches in the in the NFC arguably with Pete Carroll and Doug Peterson they have the two best quarterbacks in the NFC arguably right now in Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson I think they're too smart they're way too talented those quarterbacks alone are going to lead their team to the Super Bowl that the, those quarterbacks are generational quarterbacks they are revolutionary quarterbacks and they are Super Bowl quarterbacks that, that that's just that's just the 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 basics of it it's not. It's not. It's not. I love Carson Wentz. I love his, um, you know, his ability, his quarterback ability. I think that not a lot of quarterbacks possess the same traits as he has. He has great vision. And Russell Wilson. I don't even have to talk about him. I, I, I can rave all. I can you know, talk about him for years. He's, he's, he's changed the game. But they don't have enough on the defense. Both teams don't have enough on the defensive end and no, on the offensive end. Enough on the defensive end. Especially, Who other than Darius Slay? Who? They have they have a uh, Cox on uh, on the on the defensive line. They have um that they actually they just lost uh what's his name on the the cornerback. But I mean they they have enough. They have they have um Jenkins. They have uh they have Bradham. They have Brandon Graham. Stop, stop searching online and looking at these random names. They were good three years ago or two years ago, whatever. They're not. That's it. They're still going to be good, but they're not Super Bowl defense. They're not a Super Bowl caliber defense. Watch I'm our, sorry watch to break Cox it to you. The star. They have Darius Slay now. They have, they have enough. No, they don't. Not at all. Absolutely. Absolutely they do. Isaac, you're making a fool out of yourself by keep mentioning these names because you know. They, they, they're, they're nothing. Let they're not a Super Bowl team. We're not, about, we're not talking they, about. We're not talking about teams that we, th- we think can make the playoffs. We're talking. We're talking, talking about, about teams, teams that, that we think they 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 could have lost exactly. And that, they they could have last year if their entire team was injured. Alshon Jeffy was gone. Deshaun Jackson was gone from week one. Zach Ertz got injured at some point. They had people who were running backs playing receivers. That's how desperate they were. Hey, hey, let me let me explain to you what Alshon Jeffrey means to me. Alshon Jeffrey is an old calf. 
That's what Alshon no, Jeffrey is. The he's guy incredible. has a problem with he's, his shoulder. Alshon no, no, he's Alshon done. Jeffrey, all he means to a team now is a mentor. As a mentor for, listen to me. All he means for a team now um, is just a mentor and experience and just veteran leadership at the wide receiver position. That's he's all. He's the he reason means. they won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. He was he was the most he was one of the most important parts. Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun like. I, I don't know how, how you can't look at that uh, receiving core and be afraid. They have the best tight end duo in Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. They have Carson Wentz. I think, that may be true, but that's it. Sorry. No, that's I it. Think, I think just the fact that they have Carson Wentz and that kind of receiving core is enough to, to like, be scared. I mean, Dallas – I mean, Carson Wentz is – him, him by himself is, like, is really so, someone you don't see every day. I mean, they're a Super Bowl team. I don't know how else you can – how else you can put it? If they weren't completely injured, if their entire team wasn't out the entire year, I think that it would have been uh, down to them and the Seattle Seahawks if they didn't lose all of their running backs. I'm looking at next year as if they have a healthy team. They had so many unfortunate events. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks lost every single one of their running backs in one game. The, in one game, their Super Bowl there was 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 gone. And I think that if they can stay healthy, even to like a certain degree that wasn't last year, they had the most tragic. Th- those two teams had the most tragic years last year because of who they lost. But if they just stay healthy, even a little bit more than they did last year, they're Super Bowl teams. I mean, no, 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 and then no, because they're not. And it's not going to happen, and they're going to have to figure some sort of thing out. They had their chances. They had their opportunities, but it's not happening. All right? Moving on. Let's move on. Um, um, let's move on. All right. What? This is a very interesting question because a lot, lots and lots of teams um, in the offseason have been upgrading, you know, mainly either their O-lines, uh, even in the draft, the draft too, um, either O-lines or and defenses. So let's kind of uh, try to rack up what we think are the top three defenses in the, in the league. I'll start. I think number one, I've been thinking about this a lot again. So number one, in my opinion, like undis- um, uh, unarguably, is um, the Baltimore Baltimore Ravens. Forgetting about what they had last year, um, they, they added a Patrick Queen, who's a beast, and Calais Campbell, who is just was um, one of the one of the Mount Rushmores of Saxonville. So he is um, he's a beast and and this is just adding to what they the insane stellar defense they had last year, you know, Earl Thomas, um, for example. So this is an insane Baltimore Ravens team and I think they're gonna number gonna be number one next year. Number and they've always been a defensive uh first not 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 to say that they're a defensive first uh team uh, this year, but like they, they've always had a you know focused greatly on their defense and have always had a great defense. Um, you know, there's there's Ray Lewis, for example. So, um, number two, I'm gonna have to go with the LA Chargers. Um, I think that they haven't they've upgraded their defense better than any team in the offseason this year. Um, and I think that you know whether it's Chris Harris or um. Oh, I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, Le- uh, Linval Joseph out of Minnesota. They have they have an insane defense, and they drafted Kenneth Murray as well yeah. from Oklahoma. This is a defense that's gonna be that's gonna be amazing. You have Derwin James, who's who got injured last year, but the year before that, let's not forget this guy was you know something receivers 
and quarterbacks were just terrified of. And then you have um, Casey Hayward. Uh, they just signed again Chris Harris. So that's just amazing in itself. And then you have up front, you have um, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. This is – I'm scared of this defense. If I'm the Raiders, you're stupid, pathetic Raiders, I'm terrified. So um, this is a really good defense. And then number three – I'm going to have to go. I was thinking about the Broncos, and I love them, but I don't, I'm going to have to go with the Niners. I think that you already mentioned they uh, drafted Javon Kinlaw. Um, Twel was an already uh, Super Bowl, um, you know, Super Bowl-esque defense. So, so um, Nick Bosa, Richard Sherman, this is, this, is a, this is a great defense. So that's my top three. What I are like yours? your top three a lot. I like the Chargers and Niners. I'd put them maybe in my top five, but my top three, I'd have to go with the Ravens. I mean, uh, I mean, how 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 much can you say like how much can you say how good they are? I love Marcus Peters. Um, they have a great secondary. Earl Thomas, as you said, um, they have Calais Campbell. Um, one of my favorite players in the draft, actually, they got Patrick Queen. I was hoping the Raiders might make a play at him, but he fell to the Ravens. And I love Patrick Queen. I love that they got him. They already have a stacked defense, and they added him. I think they're just gonna be very scary. Um, I was thinking maybe the Chargers, but I, I don't know if they're top three. My dark horse, my dark horse team, uh, in general are the Buffalo Bills. I love the Bills. I love their offense. I love how they added, um, Stephon Diggs. I love how they, uh, I love, um, Josh Allen. I like their team so much and I think they're going to be really good, but I, their defense is just incredible. I mean, they they have they got Ed Oliver, who was one of my favorite players in the draft last year. They um they added they have Josh Norman now. Tre'Davious White is one of the best corners in the league. Um, who else? Shaq Lawson is a monster. I love Shaq Lawson. They just drafted AJ Anderson. I'm pretty sure Shaq. I'm pretty sure Shaq Lawson's on oh, the Dolphins. Oh, you're right. You're right. Bro. You're right. You're right. Sorry about that. Yeah, he 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 actually left. But they added AJ Epinesa in the draft. I, I predicted A.J. Epinesa actually going to the Seahawks because I thought he would be a good fit, especially if Jadavion Clowney's leaving. But the Bills got him, I think, in the second round. A.J. Epinesa, in my opinion, was like the top two or three defensive end. So I don't know how he fell to the second round. The Bills getting him, I love him. And adding him to that already crazy defense, I just love the Bills' defense, and I'm going to put them in my top three. And um, number three... It could be the Chargers or Niners, but I'm going to actually go with the Saints. Uh, I think the Saints' defense is uh, – I like it better than their offense, actually. No, I love Michael Thomas. I love um, Kamara, and I love Drew Brees, obviously, but I think their defense is just scary, especially with um, Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport on that line. Um, they, I think they have uh, Janoris Jenkins now. Um, Von Bell. Um, they I think they got Malcolm Jenkins from the Eagles. I mean, they just have a scary team, I, and I think the defense is, if anything, if they're going to the Super Bowl, I think the defense is going to lead the Saints there more than the offense. And yeah, those. So, so my top three, I would go um, Ravens, uh, Bills, and Saints. And I think that just like you said, the Chargers and Niners can be in that top five. Um, I agree with you in in a sense um, with your top three, but I, I I don't understand your last two. I don't understand how you think the Bills 
and the Saints. I love again. I'm uh, the Saints are one of my favorite teams, but I don't understand. You could say the Bills and the Saints have better defenses than the Chargers and the Niners. No way, no way. And it's not going to prove. It's not your 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 argument's gonna you know it's gonna age really terribly. Um, I mean, I'm gonna starts. be drafting the Buffalo Bills defense for fantasy. I love who they. Have. I mean, I love their players. Jadavius White, I, he's one of my favorite players. Ed Oliver, I wanted the Raiders to take him over Cleveland Farrell. I love Ed Oliver, and I think he's just gonna get better. Uh, I loved AJ Epinesa too. Like, I just love their picks. I, I just don't see how how they're not gonna be a great team, especially now in a weaker division. I think the Bills are gonna start dominating. Their defense is just gonna get confident. They're just gonna get. They're, they're gonna be so good. They have they have a great defense, and I think they're definitely definitely. Um, warranting to be uh, top three. Okay, so you mentioned fantasy. You mentioned that you're going to take yeah, the Bills absolutely. defense in fantasy. You're targeting them. Okay. What do you? What are your top three fantasy picks? Uh, any, any position? Yeah, like the overall well, I'm probably going to go with um, Russell Wilson at quarterback. No, no, no. I mean, like, like in the rankings, like when you're, oh. you know, you have the first pick. What are the what are your first okay. three options? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think that Saquon Barkley pretty much solidifies his position there, especially since there's not too many running backs in the Giants, and it's not it's not the best division right now. Other than, I mean, defense wise, not the best of division. I obviously love the Eagles, but uh, I think Saquon Barkley. Um, I guess you could stay in the division and go Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, behind the Dallas offensive line, it's always going to be a sure pick. And uh, hmm. maybe you're forgetting one player. You're forgetting one player that was my MVP and was probably millions of people. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, Christian McCaffrey, but I don't know. You you are telling me that when you started your list, you remembered Christian McCaffrey and you did not even dare yeah, to put I'm him on your of, top three. I'm kind of um, scared about the Panthers right now. They just traded, I think, uh, Trey Turner uh, for Okung, if I'm not mistaken. I just don't know about the Panthers. I think they're going to be a really bad team. And I don't know how, uh, especially, I don't know who their quarterback is. I don't know who's going to be throwing to McCaffrey. Uh Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, you think Bridgewater is as a quarterback who you can be confident in? No, I think he's going to suck, to be honest with you. But I still think McCaffrey thrives off. I don't the, know. Um, you know I, I, that's why I think, I think there's Bridgewater too much uncertainty. I love McCaffrey. He was my. He's always my favorite. I always try and draft him. This year, I'm not sure. I don't know if you can be sure in McCaffrey. I'm picking sure picks right now. I think they're sure. Like there, it's a certainty to be top three. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Uh. Okay, so who have you named so far? You had Zeke Saquon, and who's yeah. your first one, Saquon? Okay, let me tell you my three really quickly before you mention your third. Okay, I think it's going to go McCaffrey. No, I think it's going to go Saquon first, then McCaffrey, and then Michael Thomas. I think Michael – again, I mentioned this, and I don't care if you – one would consider this a bold call. It's a fact. F-A-C-T. Fact. Okay? Michael Thomas will be – will be – the best receiver in the league for the next three, four years, three to four years, which means that his fantasy value too will be skyrocketing. However, 
I don't know how it's going to look without Drew Brees. And we'll get to the Saints' future um, later. But I do think that, especially this year, when the I, I have the Saints making a really, really dominant playoff push, and I think they're going to make the Super Bowl and potentially win it. I think that with, you know, having said that, I think that uh, Michael Thomas is going to, just the position he's in and with the talent, he's just going to thrive and it's uh, he's going off. And I think, I think, um, if people saw, uh, people thought that they saw, saw the best in him last year, fantasy wise, they're not even they're not, they're gonna be shocked to see what he can do this year because he this is just a start for Michael Thomas. So I think he's my third. So so I'm not gonna argue with you. I think Michael Thomas is incredible. He's one of my top two at least receivers in the league, but I think top three is a is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, if we're gonna go receiver, obviously I think McCaffrey. This is bad. This is fantasy wise, by McCaffrey, the way. Just again, remember. I think top five. I'm just a little uncertain about what's going on with the Panthers. I think they're not a good team at all. I don't think they really have any good qualities on the defense or offense. They're just they they lost everyone, and it's it's a horrible team. Um, so if I had to go, I'm gonna match your receiver, and I'm gonna go with another bold call. I'm gonna go with Mike Evans. I think people are gonna be really excited with Tom Brady throwing to him now. They have a better offensive line. They have more weapons to free up Mike Evans uh, with Gronk now. And they have Chris Godwin uh, on the other side. And I think Mike Evans, is con- he's, he's one of the best receivers in the league. And I think he's just going to be even better now with Tom Brady throwing to him instead of Jameis Winston. And I think Mike Evans is just going to go off next season. People are going to be super excited. And I think that he's definitely going to be top uh, three. If we're looking at receivers and, and the top three in general, I think Mike Evans could crack it. How do you not think that Chris Godwin, like Mike Evans, is still going to go off this year? But don't you think Chris Godwin and, and you know what he kind of showcased last year affects and yeah, is definitely. a potential factor? I love Chris to, Godwin. He's also uh, going to be a high pick. No, but it's gonna it's gonna take away some of the targets for Mike Evans. He can't be a top three what, play, what I, overall player what, in fantasy. What I was saying Godwin is that I think it's team. gonna free up Mike Evans. I think it's gonna bring less double coverage. And and Tom Brady is so good that if he has a wider receiver like that, like even if he has Chris Godwin, I think Tom Brady's gonna fall in love with Mike Evans. I, he hasn't had a receiver like Mike Evans in a long time, and I think he's just gonna fall in love. And it's gonna be, and Mike Evans is gonna get a lot of targets, and he's gonna continue being a beast. I, he, he had Chris Godwin last year with Jameis Winston, and he still went off. So now imagine what he's going to do when he has Tom Brady. That's all I'm saying. I I completely disagree with you. I, no, I, I don't disagree with you that he's not going to – like what you're saying about him and Tom Brady, their chemistry and their playmaking abilities, you know, together, I don't disagree with you there. I just disagree with you on the fact that it's going to lead him to be a top three fantasy receiver. I don't see that happening at all, but we got to move on. Um. All right. Now that the 2020, and this is a great question, so get ready, bro. And the, okay, there's no way you're expecting this, but hear me out right here. Now that the 2020 NFL draft is over, was there's probably still more. You know, um, the, you're probably gonna have to think about this a lot. Maybe next year too, just depending on what happens. But let's let's think about it as you know, as of 2020, um, May 7th, 2020 standpoint okay uh now that the 2020 nfl draft is over do you think that the khalil mack trade was worth it who won who lost i think it was definitely worth it for the raiders i think they won we got josh jacobs last year with one of the khalil mack picks and i'm pretty sure we got we had the 19th pick from the bears this season if i'm not mistaken 
And we got Damon Arnett. So Damon Arnett, just like everyone, uh, I'm a little bit skeptical about. There's no doubt he's a good corner, but at the 19th overall pick, I was a little bit confused. But you know what? I trust, I trust our GM and I trust our coach, and I see that Damon Arnett's very physical. But look, Khalil Mack, there's absolutely no doubt that he's a monster. He's a, he's a freak of nature. But as we as we discussed last year, he wasn't he wasn't uh, like he wasn't giving the same production that we were used to from him, and he uh, and he's getting paid a lot a lot of money, and and the Raiders simply just don't have that kind of money to be paying one player right now, and our defense has a lot of problems. I think we um, patched up a lot. We're still not perfect, but I think that we wouldn't have a lot of the players we have now, and I don't think Khalil Mack could save completely save the defense alone. So I think that having a lot of good players instead of just Khalil Mack is a win for us. I think getting the pick that gave us Josh Jacobs is absolutely a win. Josh Jacobs is a top five running back. Um, I'm also going to be targeting him at fantasy. I love Josh Jacobs. I love him as a person. I love him as a player. Um, and I think overall we just won. And we, we with what we've done with our picks so far, it's been great. We'll see how Damon Arnett turns out. I think he's going to be – a quality corner. I think he's going to be a starter. I don't know if he'll be a star, but he's he's going to be, he's going to give a lot of production. He's going to be, bring a lot of physicality, and um, and I think we won overall. If you look at all those aspects. All right, I hear you. I'm not going to argue with this just because I feel like in my opinion, like I don't really have an opinion when it comes to this. Uh, I do, but like. Um, it, it just it, it's really like um, trending towards the direction of what you're saying, but you know again like I I feel like um, it's kind of unnecessary just because you're a Raiders fan you have more knowledge on this, but um, just because you've been following it longer you were you know going crazy when it happened I know you've been um, just focusing a lot on the the this draft for the Raiders specifically, so that's that. But let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about – you already mentioned that um, that the Buffalo Bills are like your dark horse right. this year. They're your sleeper team. Let's right. talk more about that, okay? Let's talk about who – so who I think now is, you know, my dark horse. And I'm going to have to – I already talked to you about this privately, but now I'm going to say to everyone listening, I think that it's the Detroit Lions. I think that the Lions are – you know, just um, they've really stacked themselves up, especially on defense. Okay, it's kind of crazy because um, I don't know if people have noticed, but Matt, a lot of defensive players, especially from the Patriots, um, have been going to the Lions because of Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. So you got Trey Flowers. You got you got um, shoot, who's that? Who's that player that just went to them? Um, um, Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins, and and now you have um Jeff Akuda. You have um, you have uh, Desmond Trufant. This is a really talented defense, and I think it's going to go really far, especially in this division, because I think this division, you have the Packers, Vikings, and the Bears, okay? I think Bears are going to finish last. I, I don't think Nick Foles, even if Trubisky fails yet again, I don't think Nick Foles has it in him to carry this team because the offense is disgusting, in my opinion. I hate the running backs, and I just despise the receiver. I love Allen Robinson, but he doesn't feel well on that team. And it's just, it's going down the drain. All right, Cody Parkey, I'm sorry to break it to you, buddy. I'm sure a million people have broken it to you already. But you kind of screwed over the only chance the Bears had. Because that was their year. The offense wasn't terrible. And their defense was one of the best defenses the NFL has 
has ever seen. So I think the Bears are going to finish last. I think the Vikings – oh, this is the thing. I think the Lions have the chance to be a number two or number one team in this division. If the Packers don't execute um, and the Vikings and just things start to fall apart, which is very um, probable considering the Green Bay Packers and it's happened a lot. But I, like if I were to choose right now, I don't think that would happen. But it's probable, and same thing with the Vikings. So I think there's a huge chance that the Lions finish second. Um, I've, we've okay, everyone who, who's talked to me, um, and after um, uh, the podcast, our first podcast, has been, been talking to me about Jeff Okuda and how much you know I love him. Like they were like you know they were laughing. They were saying I've never seen someone who uh, who who's like so obsessed with uh, Jeff Okuda's game before. So just ha- keeping that in mind, I I love him, and I think he's again shut down. So, and the fact that I think he's going to be a better option to Chase Young in five years from now also, you know, proves how much, just shows how much I love him. So, all of that on defense. And now you have on offense, Matt, uh, Matt Stafford and uh, Kenny Galdin. They just, uh, they just drafted um, uh, DeAndre Swift. And now you have, um, um, what's his name? Shoot. Who's the, who's the um... running back? I forgot his name. I, I always forget his name. Who's the who's the who's the um, number one running back? Shoot! Oh, um, I just had it. Um, something yeah, Johnson, I think. Carry on, carry on. Yeah, carry on. Carry on Johnson. Johnson. Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. Carry on. He's a beast. I don't know why I forgot his name. I, I the thing is that I've never had in fantasy before either. I've never like been like big on him. So, uh, you got Carry on Johnson, DeAndre Swift. That's I love drafting DeAndre Swift. By the way, I don't think Carry on Johnson is like the best running back out there. And I think that having DeAndre Swift is going to make it a really, really um, effective backfield. I love that. And the more I say it, the more I love it, to be honest, because it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, this was not like a – this was not a – he wasn't like a guy that they could depend on every single um, down. And and DeAndre, adding DeAndre Swift is, is amazing because now they have more options. And like I mentioned, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, this is a great Lions team. They, they've seen their struggles. You know, they had Calvin Johnson. They never won. Um, so I really love this Lions team moving forward and they're my sleeper. Now tell me just a little bit more why you, if you disagree with me, tell me why. And also just a little bit more uh, about the Buffalo Bills and particularly the offensive I actually disagree with you on the Lions. Like I think they have a great team. I love Okuda. I think they're solid all around. I love Matt Stafford and I think he would have shined at another team. I just think the Lions are not a good organization. They're not a winning organization. They're not going to go anywhere soon. I think their division is pretty much, um, uh, dominated by the Vikings and the Packers right now, and I think it's going to be a, a little bit hard to get past them. I think the Vikings are are going to continue to be good next year. I think they had an incredible draft, and and they failed. If if they had really too many holes, they failed it. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I I can't see the 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 Lions winning too much. Really, uh, I think they'll be third in the division, maybe second if the Packers. If something goes on with the Packers, I don't know. But, I, I mean, I don't think the, the Lions are going to go too far in anything, and I, I wouldn't qualify them as a dark horse. Uh, as for the Buffalo Bills, I mean, I just love everything. I love, As I said, I love their defense. Those players are all hardworking, quiet. They don't make too much drama. They're just they're great football players, and I just love it. I, I, I really like Josh Allen. I, um, I thought he was um, definitely a top three quarterback, which he got drafted as. I love Singletary. I had him on my fantasy team last year. He performed really well. Um, Diggs, I wanted the Raiders to trade for him, and I was and I was shocked that the, the Bills got him. I thought he was worth the first round, first round pick. Diggs will be um, a great uh, addition for the Bills. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are going to have 
amazing chemistry. Mark my words now, it's going to be perfect on that team. They have um, John Brown, I think. He's really fast. Uh, he 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 complements Stefan Diggs well. I mean, st- you got the you got the route runner and Diggs on one side, and you got the speedster. And um, then I think they have a uh, uh, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley in the slot. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley is solid in the slot. He's 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 a he's a typical slot player. Short, fast, runs good routes, great hands. It's just a, it's a very complete offense. I think Josh Allen was really doing well last year. They have a good coach. They have um they have they have an amazing defense. I love the defense, and they have a solid offense. They're definitely going to be the best in the division. I think they're going to win that division, no doubt. I think I think I'm going to backtrack on what I said before. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to be much better than they were last year, but I think the Patriots will probably lose that division, and that the Jets might be third. Uh. But, I mean, I don't think the Jets are really a threat in that division at all. Maybe they will be soon. I, I love Sam Darnold. He was my favorite player in that draft. But otherwise, I don't really like anything about the New York Jets. But um, I think, the, the obviously, as I'm saying, the, the Bills are going to win that division. They have a good offense, all bordering, uh, really good. Uh, they have an incredible defense. And I think they're definitely a playoff team. They might make a run. They might win a couple of games in the playoffs. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team just yet, but they're definitely my dark horse, and I love them. So I, I like your pick. I still think the Lions are more of a dark horse. That's just my opinion. However, I will not address the fact that you think Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, Jamal Adams, Quinn Williams, Quinton Williams all those amazing, amazing players. But he's going to have a breakout year this year. All those players no, love, are trash. That's basically what you're saying, and I'm not going to address that. Bell was not worth the money he was paid. Uh, Jamal Adams, I think there's a lot of going on. There's a lot going on with the organization right now, whether they want him on the team or whether they want him traded. So I don't know if he'll be too motivated to play and win. And I think the Jets are just a disaster as an organization, and not just a team. I love Sam Darnold, and I think that that the fact that you added Mims and you protected him with Beckton is great. That was those were good moves. All, you need to give help to Sam Darnold, and you did that. But otherwise, you guys are making way too much noise about your own players. You don't really. I, I think that the Jets are just not a good organization, and I don't think. And I think that you need to be a good organization first, and if you want to make any type of run. And right now, they're not. And I think they're a better team than the Patriots, but I think the Patriots are a better organization. So, so, so I think the Jets might have a better record, but they're not going to make a run. They're not. A, they're definitely not a threat to Buffalo. And they need they need to fix a lot, and if they want to be any sort of threat to anything. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the goat, Tom Brady, a man that I've hated for all my life, but a man that I respect. As a result, he is out of New England. He's in Tampa Bay, joined by Gronk. They're partying it up right now. As we speak in the beach, all right. Do you see Tom the Goat Brady winning a Super Bowl ever again? It's a spicy question. It's definitely a spicy question. Um, it's too, too spicy. spicy. It's too uh, spicy. As you were saying, I think the the Saints are going to be a threat to them. Um, you know, I I wasn't always. 
I doubt Drew Brees every year, mostly because of his age. I think that even even if Tom Brady's older, like I've also been doubting him, but he keeps proving me wrong. Same thing with Drew Brees. Like I keep thinking he's just oh he's thirty nine or thirty whatever he is now. Like oh he can't play anymore. The Saints, I just don't see it. Drew Brees proves me wrong every year, and I think that I'm hoping that this year is not a is not a is not different because I, I I love Drew Brees and I and I really think that he deserves a Super Bowl, but uh, you know. The Bucks are are really a good team. I think that a lot of people follow Tom Brady. A lot of people want to be that part of that team. I really like the defense. I love the Devin White pick last year. Um, who else do they have? They have Shaq Barrett, who just blew up out of nowhere. Like that, the guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was, he was he's uh, lights defensive out last player year. of the year candidate. He came out of nowhere. They have um. They have uh, the safety. They just drafted a safety. I forgot his name, but he's a great player. Um, their offense, oh, my gosh. Don't get me started on the offense. The fact that they got Gronk after they, they have all those players is just incredible. I don't know who their, their, their running back is. I think um, Ronald Jones, who I loved at USC, and I, and I picked him on fantasy in his first year, but the guy disappointed. So I think running back is a big weakness for, the, for, for them. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But otherwise, having Mike Evans – Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, and Tom Brady all on one line is just incredible. And they just got Tristan Wirfs, who's an incredible offensive tackle to protect Brady and hopefully open something up for Ronald Jones. So their offense is incredible. And I and I and I think that they're 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 gonna make the wild card. I think the Saints will win the division, so they're not gonna make um they play they're gonna make the wild card. But you know what? I, I just the, the Brady lost with the Patriots last year. Obviously, he has a better team now in the Tom, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I don't know if the coach is good enough. I don't know if Arians Arians is no is no uh, Bill Belichick, so I don't know what's what's gonna happen there. But obviously, he's the goat. Obviously, he has great teammates. He just got Gronkowski, who's one of the greatest tight ends of all time. So, so definitely, they're gonna make the playoffs. But if they're gonna make a Super Bowl, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think the 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 NFC is just is just too too good right now. I think the NFL in general is too good, and I don't think that they're a Super Bowl team. All right, I just going back just going back to um, not necessarily focusing on the Buccaneers, but to the overall point whether um, Tom Brady's going to win a Super Bowl ever again. I don't think he will. Um, I think the Buccaneers are going to make lots of um, uh, dominant pushes in the playoffs. I think they're going to go really far several times. And it's even possible that maybe after Breeze retire, I think Breeze is this year and until Tom Brady retires is Tom Brady's kryptonite. Um, but I think that I think that um, once Breeze retires, I think that um, that maybe Tom Brady's going to have a solid shot no, to maybe make Brady. the Super Bowl if he goes far as Super Bowl. Again, Tom Brady really is going to retire before. before Drew Brees retires. So that doesn't make sense. Tom Brady's like 41 right now. He's not going to play until he's a 45-year-old man. What? Drew, Bre- Drew Brees has exp- has, was, a, in the, was about to retire. Was about to retire before this year. What are you talking about? Drew Brees is guaranteed Tom, to, Tom Brady has, to retire Arizona, after this I think year. a one-year contract right now. He has maybe one year. If, if, he, decide, if he doesn't decide to retire this season – Next season is definitely his last. There's, there's no, there's no. Exactly. Breeze, That's what I'm saying. Let's focus a little bit more on the Saints. We mentioned that Breeze is going to retire. Okay, he's he's destined to retire. It's going to happen, and if it and it's probably going to happen next year. 
they signed James Winston. You have Taysom Hill, who's, you know, proved to be a, a very, very um, explosive and um, just an uh, important factor um, to the Saints' uh, offense and special teams. So what do the Saints do? What's their approach after Breeze retires? You have an insane team. So, you know, you can't really – don't really have to – after, you know, the whole jersey ceremony, whatever, tears, blah, 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 let's get back to reality. You have work to do. You have an amazing team, and you got to you gotta start executing. What's their plan at the quarterback position? Do you go Taysom Hill? Do you start to switch things up? Or do you go Jameis Winston? Maybe even draft a quarterback. What do you do with the, so, do the Saints Taysom after Taysom Hill, Breeze they retires? just paid him a lot of money. I don't remember how much, but they paid him a lot. And I don't think it's just to be a punt returner or wide receiver. Sometimes he plays whatever he does. I think that maybe they'd try him out at quarterback and see how he does just because he's so athletic and versatile. I think Jason James Winston is more of just a backup option. I don't think he can lead that team. Um, and I don't think either of those quarterbacks are the quarterback of the future for the Saints. I think that they might look to this year's draft. Um, I can see – I love Sam Ellinger out of Texas. He's probably one of my favorite players in this draft. And I think that he can be a similar player to Drew Brees. I mean, I don't want to put him on that pedestal. I mean, Drew Brees is one of the greatest of all time. But I think Sam Ellinger can be a similar sort of player. So I can see him going to the Saints. And I think that they they might target a quarterback of the future in this draft. Because I don't think that they see Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston being the leader of the Saints in the, in the future or at all, really. I think that mo- mostly they're just backups. And Taysom Hill, they might try out uh, over Jameis Winston. But I don't think that they're going to ever give the production that, Jim, that Drew Brees does. And the Saints are an organization that expects production because they're such a good organization. They've been such a good team for a while now with Drew Brees. And I think that they're going to look to draft a different quarterback or maybe in free agency and, and, and try something else. Okay, so I love that. I love, I love your opinion on this. Uh, it's very, you know, it, it's it's rare for us to agree on something, and I think this is probably one of the things I agree with you, um, the most. But there, are, it's not everything that the Saints are a team that takes pride in their ability to produce year in year out. Okay, and Sean Payton, he 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 he's not opposed to rebuilding, but he wants to win. Of all coaches out there, maybe after Belichick, he's probably the most, um, you know, um winning minded uh if that makes sense coach out there okay he he's he's just like that and and that's just how the organization organization is as well so i don't think you know for all those people that you know are like Taysom hill believers um and, and want him at the quarterback position i don't think that's the right move you they're not gonna it's gonna switch things up and i love the way the saints operate um right now especially their offense i don't like a quarterback like Taysom hill uh, um um you know in that position because he doesn't provide what a traditional quarterback provides, he doesn't do that. He's a he's like he loves to run, and that's not what they need. It's gonna screw everything over. And he is just I'm sorry, Taysom. Like stop. I don't know why he's whining. She's trying to threaten the team by saying I'm gonna go somewhere else. Then go. If I'm Sean Payton, I, I'm doing the same thing I did to Adrian Peterson. I'm just saying bye bye because you don't need a player like that. And at the quarterback, and if he's and and yeah, I think that's all there is to it. In terms of James Winston. I think that the I think that the Saints should go. I think what the Saints should do after Breeze retires is, um, you know, if Taysom Hill wants more than he has right now, he, again he can just chew. But James, start James Winston, see how things go there. But still draft the quarterback, um, and like Sam Ellinger, who you mentioned, who's a beast, and then you kind of have Winston mentor him, and then you'll just get back into uh, how things were with Breeze too. So 
I think that's what the Saints should do. And I love Winston. I think he's definitely going to be able to, like, uh, by himself, get the Saints to a, a playoff spot for sure. I love him. I think that he, uh, the Saints buy the assets that he needs. Um, and I think that he's worked on his game. He's going to make the most of op- his opportunity. But at the same time, don't go all in on him and draft the quarterback. All right. Last point before we wrap wrap up. Who do you think wins MVP next year? Oof, that's a tough question. Um, but I'm going to have to go. I mean, it could be Lamar Jackson again. I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, him again. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Patrick Mahomes. But I'm going to go with the runner-up from last year and say Russell Wilson. I think since I have the – I mean, obviously I have Kansas City as my Super Bowl team as well. But I think everyone's sort of um, understood who Patrick Mahomes is, and it won't be as shocking just to see him produce so much again. But I think um, Russell Wilson wasn't appreciated enough for what he did last year. I think he could have also been. I think he's in the conversation for MVP just as much as Lamar Jackson. And I think that he's going to continue to be uh, just as good. I think that their team is getting better. I think that they have a a huge chance to make the Super Bowl. I think Russell Wilson will continue to be a beast. Um, I just love who he is. I think that he's he's getting better every year as much – as much as it's hard to get better from where he is now, he keeps getting better. He keeps surprising me with just how much he produces and, and what he can do, the throws that he can make, what he can do with his feet, the plays that, that he can create. I think I think Russell Wilson is going to be the MVP. So I love Wilson again. I mentioned this 50 times already. It, um, but in terms of winning MVP, I think that he's going to be in the conversation. I think it's, I think it's going to be Michael Thomas. I think that Michael Thomas um, – is I, I already I already mentioned I already evaluated him I evaluated um his future with the Saints his playmaking abilities and just more specifically he his his route running is so is so beautiful it's beautiful to watch and it's horrendous for defenders to see as he blows by them because that's what he does and and I I don't see he's just he he's very crafty and he's just a beast and he was in the conversation this year as well. And I think that he's going to, um, you know, win MVP next year, especially Breeze. Breeze is giving it his all this year, and it's a and, uh, Hall of Famer. Just imagine being in a position where – imagine being in a position where a Hall of Famer um, – imagine being in a position where a Hall of Famer is just is just pouring his, you know, his game into your hands and giving his all um, – just to you imagine just being in that position and being as skilled as Michael Thomas. I think that, you know, proves him to be the MVP MVP next year. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit scary for me to pick anyone other than a quarterback to the MVP, just because how important quarterbacks are now in the league and how, and how much of a throwing league it's become. So obviously uh, you're throwing two receivers, but I think that people are just more in awe of quarterbacks and quarterbacks are the ones making the crazy plays now. So I'd be a little bit hesitant to choose a wide receiver, but it's a good pick. I think it has some some uh, uh, has some validity, but at the same time, I think it's definitely going to be a quarterback, and I think Russell Wilson is a is a is a good pick. I think it's a solid pick, but I don't think that he has the assets. I mean, I it's tough. It's tough. I I think that I don't think they're going to go that far this year, and I mean, there's a chance that he wins the MVP. But I think that once people see how far the Saints go and how much Michael Thomas has done, you know, how much he's contributed to their success, I think they're going to pick him as the MVP. 
All right. I mean, it's a, it's a valid pick. It's not completely unreasonable, but I don't see it being a wide receiver this year. All right. So you have Wilson. I have Thomas. That wraps up the second episode of Get Real with Dave. I am very excited to announce that I have a receiver out of Duke University tomorrow and many more players and insiders as well as broadcasters available and ready to join. So I'll be announcing that soon. Stay tuned. Thank you, Isaac, for joining. Appreciate it as always. Sure. It was my pleasure. I had a lot of fun. All right.